Today is the 20th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, again, with a big smile on my face because I am happy, but I am forcing this smile because I am tired. Uh, But that's okay, you know, like a jet lag is something that dissipates. Greetings from the land of the Bible. Uh, We are in Ashdod. Uh, on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea, uh, with the ocean out there, and it's uh, it's beautiful as always. Ashdod uh, was a Philistine stronghold, one of their five um, governing cities back in the day, and uh, you know, we haven't gotten to this point in our reading from the scriptures uh, where we begin to interact with the Philistines. Uh, but the Israelites and the Philistines uh, were, not, were not always compatible. But uh, modern Ashdod is uh, a coastal city, and this is where we all gathered and uh, got to know each other a bit last night and kind of just interact a little. Uh, excitement is high. Fatigue is fairly high. I think we're going to be running largely on adrenaline today. But that makes for a good night's sleep tonight. And that's what we need. Uh, So today we'll be uh, heading out from Ashdod and heading south uh, uh, into the wilderness. And I'll share that story tomorrow. But today, uh, we need to get into the scriptures and take the next step forward. That will lead us back into the book of Leviticus. We're reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week. Leviticus 9, 7 through 10, 20. Then Moses said to Aaron, Approach the altar and sacrifice your sin offering and your burnt offering. Make atonement for yourself and the people. Sacrifice the people's offering and make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. So Aaron approached the altar and slaughtered the calf as a sin offering for himself. Aaron's sons brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood and applied it to the horns of the altar. He poured out the blood at the base of the altar. He burned the fat the kidneys, and the fatty lobe of the liver from the sin offering on the altar, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He burned the flesh and the hide outside the camp. Then he slaughtered the burnt offering. Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it on all sides of the altar. They brought him the burnt offering piece by piece, along with the head, and he burned them on the altar. He washed the entrails and the legs and burned them with the burnt offering on the altar. Aaron presented the people's offering. He took the male goat for the people's sin offering, slaughtered it and made a sin offering with it as he did before. He presented the burnt offering and sacrificed it according to the regulation. Next, he presented the grain offering, took a handful of it, and burned it on the altar in addition to the morning burnt offering. Finally, he slaughtered the ox and the ram as the people's fellowship sacrifice. 
Aaron's sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it on all sides of the altar. They also brought the fat portions from the ox and the ram, the fat tail, the fat surrounding the entrails, the kidneys, and the fatty lobe of the liver, and placed these on the breasts. Aaron burned the fat portions on the altar, but he presented the breasts and the right thigh as a presentation offering before the Lord, as Moses had commanded. Aaron lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them. He came down after sacrificing the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the fellowship offering. Moses and Aaron then entered the tent of meeting. When they came out, they blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. Fire came from the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted and fell face down. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, each took his own firepan, put fire in it, placed incense on it, and presented unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them to do. Then fire came from the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord has spoken. I will demonstrate my holiness to those who are near me, and I will reveal my glory before all the people. And Aaron remained silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Elzaphan, sons of Aaron's uncle Uziel, and said to them, Come here and carry your relatives away from the front of the sanctuary to a place outside the camp. So they came forward and carried them in their tunics outside the camp, as Moses had said. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Do not let your hair hang loose, and do not tear your clothes, or else you will die, and the Lord will become angry with the whole community. However, your brothers, the whole house of Israel, may weep over the conflagration the Lord ignited. You must not go outside the entrance to the tent of meeting, or you will die, for the Lord's anointing oil is on you. So they did as Moses said. The Lord spoke to Aaron, You and your sons are not to drink wine or beer when you enter the tent of meeting, or else you will die. This is a permanent statute throughout your generations. You must distinguish between the holy and the common, and the clean and the unclean, and teach the Israelites all the statutes that the Lord has given to them through Moses. Moses spoke to Aaron and his remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithamar. Take the grain offering that is left over from the fire offerings to the Lord and eat it, prepared without yeast beside the altar, because it is especially holy. You must eat it in a holy place, because it is your portion and your sons from the fire offerings to the Lord. 
for this is what I was commanded. But you and your sons and your daughters may eat the breast of the presentation offering and the thigh of the contribution in any ceremonially clean place, because these portions have been assigned to you and your children from the Israelites' fellowship sacrifices. They are to bring the thigh of the contribution and the breast of the presentation offering, together with the offerings of fat portions made by fire, to present as a presentation offering before the Lord. It will belong permanently to you and your children, as the Lord commanded. Then Moses inquired carefully about the male goat of the sin offering, but it had already been burned up. He was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's surviving sons, and asked, Why didn't you eat the sin offering in the sanctuary area? For it is especially holy, and he has assigned it to you to take away the guilt of the community and make atonement for them before the Lord. Since its blood was not brought inside the sanctuary, you should have eaten it in the sanctuary area as I commanded. But Aaron replied to Moses, See, today they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. Since these things have happened to me, if I had eaten this sin offering today, would it have been acceptable in the Lord's sight? When Moses heard this, it was acceptable to him. Mark 4, 26-5-20 The kingdom of God is like this, he said. A man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. The seed sprouts and grows, although he doesn't know how. The soil produces a crop by itself, first the blade, then the head, then the full grain on the head. As soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle, because the harvest has come. And then he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable can we use to describe it? like a mustard seed that, when sown upon the soil, is the smallest of all the seeds on the ground. And when sown, it comes up and grows taller than all the garden plants and produces large branches so that the birds of the sky can nest in its shade. He was speaking the word to them, with many parables like these, as they were able to understand He did not speak to them without a parable. Privately, however, he explained everything to his own disciples. On that day, when evening had come, he told them, let's cross over to the other side of the sea. So they left the crowd and took him along since he was in the boat, and other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking over the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. He was in the stern, sleeping on the cushion, 
So they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to die? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Silence, be still. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then he said to them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked one another, Who then is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. They came to the other side of the sea, to the region of the Gerizines. As soon as he got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit came out of the tombs and met him. He lived in the tombs, and no one was able to restrain him anymore, not even with a chain, because he often had been bound with shackles and chains. But he had torn the chains apart and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and knelt down before him, and he cried out with a loud voice, What do you have to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you before God, don't torment me. For he had told him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirits. What is your name? He asked him. My name is Legion, he answered him, because we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the region. A large herd of pigs was there feeding on the hillside. The demons begged him, send us to the pigs so that we may enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs. The herd of about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned there. The men who tended them ran off and reported it in the town and the countryside, and people went to see what had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the man who had been demon-possessed sitting there, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs. Then they began to beg him to leave their region. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged him earnestly that he might remain with him. Jesus did not let him, but told him, Go home to your own people and report to them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So he went out and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and they were all amazed. Psalm 37, 30-40 The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom. His tongue speaks what is just. The instruction of his God is in his heart. His steps do not falter. Psalm 
The wicked one lies in wait for the righteous and intends to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in the power of the wicked one or allow him to be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way and he will exalt you to inherit the land. He will watch when the wicked are destroyed. I have seen a wicked violent person well-rooted like a flourishing native tree. Then I passed by and noticed he was gone. I searched for him, but he could not be found. Watch the blameless and observe the upright, for the person of peace will have a future, but transgressors will all be eliminated. The future of the wicked will be destroyed. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, their refuge in a time of distress. The Lord helps and delivers them. He will deliver them from the wicked and will save them because they take refuge in Him. Proverbs 10, 6 and 7 Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. The remembrance of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. Okay, so in the book of Matthew yesterday, uh, Jesus used agricultural examples, uh, seed and soil and types of soil and what happens to the seed based on what type of soil that it's planted in. And uh, so as we came into today's reading from the Gospel of Mark, we find that Jesus wasn't done with that discussion. Uh, he just kind of expanded it to the whole of God's kingdom. And uh, the example he used was how a farmer will go out and, and plant at the right time and then, you know, he'll wake up and go to sleep and wake up and go to sleep and wake up and go to sleep. Days will pass, even months will pass, both uh, day and night, and then the, the plant will grow. The crop will grow, even though the farmer doesn't have any con control over it and has to patiently wait. And then uh, Jesus also compared the kingdom of having to a tiny mustard seed. It's the smallest of all seeds, he said, uh, but then it becomes the largest of, uh, of the plants in the field. So Jesus chose these metaphors for a reason, and in part it would be because his hearers would understand the story but they are no less poignant for us today at all uh, because because in effect Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of heaven is happening all the time right day and night even while the farmer doesn't know how it's happening it is happening right and Jesus also says that the kingdom of heaven is a collaboration right seed and soil and although it begins small it grows and spreads and flourishes and gives life as we patiently cultivate and participate in the harvest so the kingdom is everywhere and the kingdom is now 
And even though we're waiting for the fullness of the harvest, right, the fullness of God's kingdom, we are supposed to be diligent in planting seeds and nurturing the growth and harvesting the fruits. And it's, it's not just out facing into the world like we need to plant good seeds of good behavior and plant little witnesses of Jesus all over the place, although that we are. It's also supposed to be as near as our own hearts. We have to consider what's being planted inside of us because whatever it is, that's what's going to grow up around us. And we don't want to have a lot of weeds planted in our lives and then they grow up without us even knowing how they're growing up around us. We want to be good soil. So Father, we acknowledge all of this and we invite your Holy Spirit to come. Uh, This is a year where we are supposed to, to maintain, which means we are supposed to do maintenance And in so many ways, this is exactly what you're talking about. When we're talking about being good soil and tending a garden and seeing the kingdom flourish, not only within us, but around us, everywhere we go. And we will not be able to maintain or cultivate this without your Holy Spirit. And we won't be able to plant these good seeds or allow them to be planted in our lives if we aren't good soil. So come, Holy Spirit. Show us the thorny places. Show us the rocky places. Show us the stubborn places that need to become good soil. As we reclaim these stony and thorny places in our lives and cultivate good soil within them, then the garden of our heart is expanding. And we have more room for more harvest. So come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home-based. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And uh, what's going on around here is that uh, our, our journey, our pilgrimage throughout the land of the Bible... Uh, well, it kind of began last night at our at our dinner, but we'll all be loading up on the buses and going and seeing things today and changing geography. We will uh, end up quite a quite a ways south of of where we are right now. We're on the Mediterranean coast, so we are well. We're essentially is is westward as <laughs> you can go. In the land of the Bible because there's an ocean there. There's nowhere else to go. But we will be uh, heading to the southernmost point of Israel today as we experience the wilderness. And uh, we'll be posting pictures, videos, uh, any, any, anything that we can to kind of keep this an interactive process as it's happening so Certainly follow Daily Audio Bible on all the social media channels. You can find them at dailyaudiobible.com in the community section. And yeah, just uh, asking for your prayers. This is kind of our inauguration day where we're just kind of getting into a new rhythm of traveling around the way that we will be and experiencing the land that w- that the way that we will be and also getting to know each other. Uh, the way that we will be over the next uh, couple of weeks. So 
Thank you for your prayers. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There is a link. It's on the homepage. Uh, Thank you profoundly. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, it's Sherry from Kansas. I was just listening to Community Prayer uh, from February 9th. And I want to thank Candace from Oregon for sharing the song with us. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Uh, the, the song, the melody, I just keep hearing it over and over and I want to sing it out. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I do want to say thank you to Brian and his family. Um, your program is changing my life, and I know you've heard that before, but since I called in on December, uh, my prayer request was played on December 8th, my life is completely turning around. Not my circumstances, but me. And the Bible is coming alive to me in a way it it's, uh, never has before, and I've been to Bible college, I graduated, but now I'm reading the Bible, I'm listening to the Bible, and I'm hearing things and seeing things I never saw before, and it's amazing. So I am so grateful to all of you for praying for me and my brother Kenneth. I thank you, Brian. I thank you, Candace. I thank you, Blind Tony, for your poetry. Uh, those poems are about life. It's real. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who calls in and how encouraging it is to hear all of you. I love you so much, and I'm telling everyone I know about Daily Audio Bible. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Hello, dear DAB family. A year ago, the 2018 Israel group was preparing this once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage. Those vivid memories bring me joy and inspiration. I know all of you will join me in prayer. Dear Lord and Savior, protect, provide, challenge, and guide the 2019 Israel journey. Bless Brian and his family, the tour guides, the bus drivers, the hotel coordinators, and the pilgrims. This is a pilgrim's prayer by Jenny Child. God of our pilgrimage, you have given us a desire to take the questing way and set out on our journey. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, that whatever we encounter as we travel, we may seek to glorify you by the way we live. Amen. Dear pilgrims, your encouraging fellow dabbers from all corners of the world join you virtually as you traverse the land of the Bible. This is Cindy, who relocated to Texas from Germany. Love you all. God bless. Hello, my DRB family. This is Mark Street from Sydney Australia. Today is Saturday, 
15th of Feb and Byron I've just heard a message about your son and I, I'm going to say this quickly because not enough time to explain but I'm sure you've been following my story um, and my separation and I, I tell you Byron you know um, because of my unfaithfulness for God my, my son uh, was about 14 and he fell to, totally to pieces went into drugs went into everything and you know what Byron, um, when I fell down on my knees and started worshipping God again um, and apologising to God for not leading my children to Him and to be not um, punishing them for my sins and sincerely meant it, Byron, you know what, I have seen my sons just miraculously change and um, while they're not worshipping God yet, God has put a sense of peace as long as I am faithful and keep praying for them he will help change their hearts as well and Byron if he will do this for me who is unfaithful I know Byron keep praying and keep loving your son and it'll work out fine there may be some bumpy roads ahead um, Byron but you know what God will take you through them as well so I just want to quickly pray Heavenly Father yeah, life can be messy Lord which sends us into worries and concerns for our children, Father. And Father, we know that you love all your creation so deeply that you sent your son here to die for our sins, Lord. So, Lord, we ask you to look after Byron's son, um, put him back on a path that you want, Lord, and um, and give Byron and his whole family a sense of peace. We, we ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Um, and Brian, love you, mate. And um, always wonderful to hear your voice and your commitment to God as well. Love you, family. Speak to you soon. Mark Street from Sydney, Australia. Hi, Dabbers. This is Kira calling from Denver, Mile High City, and listening to the encouragement uh, last week um, from last week. Um, uh, Maggie May. Uh, oh. Um, the first time I heard your voice, I just really just fell in love with you. And I know you're in that room and stuck. And I pray to the Lord, Yeshua, that you're going to get a better space, living space. And it, I just, I just really started bawling. You know, I, I, when I heard you, um, we're all, I feel like I'm in a, a little room too, that I'm kind of stuck in. I think we all kind of imprison ourselves in, in our little rooms or, or, the, or the enemy has, or, or somehow, somehow we've gotten there. Um, but, you know, you, uh, Maggie Mae, you're, you're, you're crying out and you're, you're screaming out to God. And, and, you know, he's hearing you. We all hear you. I'm praying so hard for you. And I also just want to lift up again my son, um, Nish Yeshua, and uh, who is uh, somewhere out of contact. I just hope and pray that he's associating with um, good, kind uh, people and that um, he's, you know, I know he's on some a path, his own path. And I just um, pray that he find peace and I want him back in my life that I want most of all what God wants and I want to uh, pray for my ex actually uh, that he um, find 
find peace in God. He has um, uh, schizophrenia, schizoaffective 